had enough water, Claire? I am well hydrated, thank you. Hello. Hello, I'm Claire Sullivan. I'm Lauren Bock and this is Elementary Springfield. And this is the final episode of um, of our season one. Season one for us, season three for The Simpsons. Yes, I've now seen the entire season three. There you go, so we'll buy. <laughs> We're watching seasons three to eight Mm -hmm. because Claire has not seen The Simpsons before. Yes. We're giving her a cromulent education. Yes. And this is a final episode. Final episode. Of this season. Yes. I've been told that the episodes after season eight become not that great. Mm -hmm. And I saw on Twitter someone was like, oh my God, look at this amazing couch gag that they got this cool animator to do. Yes. And I watched it. I'm like, this is going for like 10 minutes. And then in the comments, people were like, Simpsons is so bad that the only good thing that anyone has any fun in creating anymore is the couch gags where they go for like (laughs) most of the episode. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh wow, okay, that's depressing to look forward to. A oh, very recent, recent, one? recent one where I was like, look, a, I was like, this is a long couch gag. Yeah, I still think that the humor has changed. Yeah, I think we can say that for sure. Oh yeah, I think that season three overall, yeah, is uh, still within the realm of almost a sitcom style. I know that Simpsons gets a little bit more cynical as they go on. Oh but yeah, right now everything is still a bit saccharine. Yeah, still a little sweet. Yeah, you know, like that. There's a, still look like a little bit of moral. Compass. Yeah, and journey happening in each of the episodes. Yeah. This episode was called Brother Can You Spare Two Dimes. Two Dimes. Oh, and yes. And it was Homer's half brother Herb coming yep. back. Yes. So he appeared in an episode in season two. Oh, right. They had an episode in which Homer bankrupted Herb. Yes. Because um, Herb was rich before? Yeah. Yeah, he was a successful yeah, right. car dealership guy. Yeah. And was Herb's voice. Danny DeVito. Yes, it was. Because I was like watching, I was getting distracted. I'm like, who is this man? And I was like yep. thinking through my head and I'm like, Matilda. Ah, <laughs> that's your Danny DeVito that's, touch point? That's my Danny DeVito touch point. Uh-huh. Yes. Mm, I loved Matilda. I think mine is the Penguin. Oh, yeah. Yeah, from right. Batman. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I just watched Matilda so much as a child. Yeah, you did. God, I wish I could make, I wish I could make my cereal with my eyes. I read the book a million times. Yeah. And I think I prefer the book. Oh, yeah. Well, Ugh. that's always the classic thing. Such a fucking good story. Yes. It's like there's so much emotion behind it. Yeah. I've read the book of the witches, right? And I yeah. used to read that a lot. Yes. And then I watched the, the film the other, like a few weeks ago. Oh, yeah. And the they completely changed the ending. Yeah. They, yes, in they the do. the end of the movie, they turn the, the mouse boy back into a human. Yeah. But I imagine the, that's how you would have had to Hollywood that story. Yeah, but in the book, he remains a mouse. He does, and it's great. And it's great. It's, it's so just, interesting. I remember like thinking, wow, this is the first time an ending is so satisfying, but it's not how I wanted it to end. And somehow that is more satisfying. Yes, it is. Because also it's like his grandmother's going to die. Yeah. And so they might actually yeah, die at the same, same time. time. And I'm like, that's some heavy shit. Yeah. But it's awesome. Yeah. It's beautiful. I love the grandmother. I mean, because it's Quentin Blake. Yes. And his illustration. And the way he draws that grandmother, like three stacks of potatoes. Yes. And she's such a fucking boss. She's such a boss. I love her. Fucking, but with her cigars. Yes. Oh, my God. I've got got goosebumps actually thinking about how that book And Matilda has the same feeling, like Trunchbull, you know. She's so evil. so fucking evil. Is the ending in the end of, like, Matilda in the book, is it different to the film? Because the film is actually really fantastic. Yeah, it is, yeah. Um, The musical? Did you see the musical? No. Really interesting. Really? Because Tim mentioned. It's different. Yeah. It's quite 
different. Really? Yeah. Different to a, the film or different to the book or both? Uh, both. Oh. Yeah, it has like a few more sequences in it that are slightly more visual, oh, I yeah. think. Like they mm-hmm. kind of wanted to extend the kind of, you know, visual part of the show. So mm-hmm. there's like a whole bunch of like Matilda is like a storyteller. Cool. Um, and she also goes to like a library and there's like a librarian that helps her. And Great. Yeah, all that kind of stuff. But it's yeah. fucking, it's fucking good. Oh, fair. Yeah, and the kids are so good. Oh, my God. And the parents are amazing. Really? Ah, just brilliant. That's great. Yeah. Cool. Anyway, okay. this episode. Yes. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito. I love Danny he DeVito. He does a good job. He does a good job. Yes. With a kind of... I'm gonna be say up front. I'm that was a. It's kind of a boring. It's it pretty boring. I think that it picked up towards the end. Yeah, I feel like it paced well. Uh, well, yeah, I guess but so. For I was a while there, I'm like, it, I'm not laughing. Yeah, like also that feeling. It's like when they have a bad episode of The Simpsons. Yeah. It feels like it finishes halfway through. Yes. like they don't like nothing happened, and I'm like waiting for thing that something to happen, and yeah. then it, it it ends. I'm like, oh, because they keep referring back to. When Homer bankrupted him. Yeah. And it's like it was such a, like, obviously it was a previous episode, but Mm. they only, like. It completely forms the relationship between Homer and Herb throughout the episode. Totally. For me, there was absolutely no stakes. And it feels like there was was a trigger that they needed to fire, which was a redemption for Homer and the relationship. Yeah. But they couldn't fire it until the end of the episode. Yeah. So they kind of just had to keep going i didn't quite understand perb's character and his i thought he was going to rip him off so i was like cash that check because it might bounce back and i was like you were looking for more plot yes i was yes and there was no plot and there was no plot it was like a child came up with a plot so i think that this speaks to the what was happening at the time with this episode Ooh. because technically because previous last the previous episode, episode was- amazing that was supposed to be the end of the season oh yeah that makes sense because that was a freaking banger yeah exactly so the this was actually broadcast later so this episode actually aired three months after the season what yeah like they a, put it in a christmas special mm, they put it in late but the reason they did that uh it was a late broadcast in on in august mm. Um, the season end, ends in May. The Fox Network decided to add an additional episode to the season and show it during the summer to become, quote-unquote, the biggest network on television. Oh. As a result, the writers, animators, and producers had to work longer hours than normal in order to finish the extra episode, which sort of became like a bit of a hodgepodge of different ideas. Yeah. Yeah, um, there's lots of ideas going on. Like, yeah. it, like the opening where it has no jokes and like no jokes. I'm like, oh, I can't wait for their jokes about no jokes. And I'm like, oh, nope. No, they've just got they've got nothing. Yeah. It's kind of like, you know, when you come home and you kind of need to make something for dinner or like a late dinner. But yeah. there's nothing in your fridge and you kind of have to pull like some ingredients from somewhere. Yeah. And you're like, okay, so I guess we're having uh, Thai noodles uh, with, with chickpeas, ch- with chickpeas and uh, some cheese on toast. Well, yeah, I mean it's not it's not bad. <laughs> At least it's food. It's food. It goes in my belly. I can go to bed after this, but yeah. it's not good. No, this no one's happy. Um, the idea for the scenes involving the Spine Melter 2000. Oh, that was okay. That was a beautiful moment. I quite like any reference to 2001: Space Odyssey. That was great. Yes, yes, that was great. The reason that all of that, the the 2001, yeah. and and just the the emphasis in Homer being obsessed with the chair. Yeah, it originated when one of the writers bought a vibrating chair <laughs> to relax after working 20 hours a day on this episode. Ah! Yeah, right? 
20 hours a day. Yeah, what the fuck? Oh, my God. What the fuck? Jesus, I hope they were getting paid hourly. Yeah, I reckon you would be like, yep, so let's get some overtime in yeah. this. Oh, fuck yeah. Um, the decision to make another episode with Herb in it yeah. uh, was reached because a lot of viewers' feedback was they were unhappy about the sad ending in the episode in which Homer bankrupts him. Wow. Um, so they decided to make the episode in order to bring things back into balance and to regain Herb's fortune. Yeah. Originally, the producers were going to end that episode, that yeah. bankrupt episode, with Herb saying, I have an idea, but they, and so they decided to flesh it out into a full story for this one. Oh. They really liked Danny DeVito, who yeah. guest starred. Yeah. They brought him back, but uh, DeVito was kind of like meh about it. Yeah, I mean, he's... I like Danny DeVito, but it sounds like he's a bit meh about it in yeah, the voice. Yeah, the second time he was like, yeah, let's just kind of get it over with. So yeah. he did He did a really amazing job, I thought, but yeah. he didn't actually enjoy yeah. what was happening. Yeah. The original script was 53 pages. Oh, my God. Yeah. Also, they that's had a lot of problems long. with the uh, heavyweight champion. Oh, yeah, that's right. That was in there. What <laughs> was he doing there? 20 takes to get the word excellence. No! Yeah. Every time they try and use sports people in The Simpsons, it's I'm like, come on, guys. They're not voice actors. New Coke is a cursed item. Yeah? What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, yeah. So they, you know how at the start of the episode they referenced New Coke? Anything which mentions New Coke is cursed. Because it started out because uh, New Coke was a huge flop, right? It was they wanted to bring out a new flavor of Coke. They wanted to, I think they wanted to be like They diet. changed the original recipe yeah. thing yeah. like they tried to do. With Coke Zero. And barbecue shapes. What? Remember when shapes went on like <gasps> oh, a... Oh, Yes! It was bullshit. It was bullshit. And they've brought back the original flavor. It's still not as good as what it was because they used to have more flavor on them. No, no, they're still good. Yeah, but they're, they're the same. I feel like you used to have You more just got to get to the bottom of the packet, Claire. Oh, yeah. And then yeah. you get the Little delicious you, <laughs> you, know, you get the yeah. delicious treat of just the red bits at the bottom. Shake it into Barbecue mouth. shake? Yum, yum, don't yum. taste like a barbecue. <laughs> don't taste like fucking anything. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah I, I mean, want some right now. Oh, God, I want some. <laughs> yeah, I want some. Yeah, when they changed the flavor, it was just terrible. Yeah, so New Coke is cursed. Yeah, New Coke is cursed because um, so there's an opening sequence. I was trying to remember the name. The book that it's based on is uh, Do Android's Dream of Electric sheep yeah they turn it they turn into the movie blade runner my, it's one of my favorite movies anyway so blade runner was actually i fucking a, hate that movie oh yeah a lot of people do friendship <laughs> over i love it i had to study it yeah most people hate it because they had to study it uh, i love it i don't know why um, i understand <laughs> there's a huge advertisement for new coke and blade runner was a flop at the cinema and they kept trying to redeem it for the american uh, audiences because the americans didn't like it because mm-hmm. they didn't make sense and then when they added like all these extra like narration it, it was even worse people hated it even more because apparently the narration just is awful over narrated yeah and like <laughs> overrated and over narrated yeah and so every and like, every time new coke is was in some media at the time it was cursed and so then they were referencing like oh like new coke hey i came up with the idea because it was a bad idea but because they reference it this episode's cursed so when you're saying cursed, you mean every time that New Coke was associated with 
like a movie or a product or yeah. someone would say it or it was anything a like that. It was a flop. Then it would not be successful and it just basically burnt everything it touched. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. You okay. Can, there's a whole Wikipedia page. There's like page. a bunch of this, like, yeah. this is not just a coincidence. No. This is like new Coke conspiracy. Yeah. That should have been some kind of warning I know, I know for this episode. Yeah, even though they're referencing that it's a flop, it still ends up being a flop. Idiots. Idiots. Don't mention new Coke. So what happens That's in rude. this episode again? So Homer has been radiated so he has no sperm because there's hard Which seems invasive. There's a kind of a weird scene in which Lenny and Carl is, and Homer says, oh, I know, as if my life could get any worse. And then Lenny and Carl And then there's like, like a Ooh. silent bit and then Homer goes... If my life couldn't get any worse, and then there's a radio announcement for you know him to go to yeah. Vance's office. If only something could get any worse, and they're meant to be looking at the camera like as though the person forgot the thing, like oh, it's not going to get any worse because I live in a cartoon. It, just, it can't possibly get any worse, and then it gets worse. I get but, it, but, but it I, doesn't actually get worse because they don't say anything. Like it don't he, he never finds out. So them saying it can't possibly get any worse is negated by the fact that he doesn't know. I think... Yeah, it didn't make sense. And then that particular sort of, you know, five, ten seconds of silence or whatever just sucks all the momentum out of what's happening. Yeah, it's clearly like a wink to the audience, but then it doesn't It just doesn't fire off. No, it's so weird because I think it doesn't fire off because they're cartoons. I do feel like the one redeeming part of this episode is the Montgomery Burns Award (laughs) for Achievement achievement in in the the Field field of of Excellence. Which is fantastic. And then Homer's like, don't I get a trophy and a big award ceremony? <laughs> He's like, oh. And Burns is like, okay. And then you have the Montgomery Awards. I'm like, that was the only good part of this episode. Uh, my fa- oh, yeah, that was very good. Because it's, it's got Burns in it. Yeah, yeah, right? I like Burns, but I feel like they wasted him. I was like, so he hates these lawyers because the lawyers are like on the side of. Yeah, which is, again, it's weird that Burns hates lawyers. Yes. Because I thought in the past, like, especially that blue-haired lawyer had been on his side. Like, let's pull the wool over someone else's eyes. In this episode, the lawyer, like, he was angry at the lawyers because they're on the side of the the people who work for him. Yeah. But, like, in the past, they've always been on his side and he called them in so they could be on his side. What is this? This is weird. I feel like they wasted Burns. Burns isn't yeah, evil enough. Yeah, he was enough. there. And I, I was like, uh, yeah. I mean, there was a little bit of, like, you know, contrast with him getting really mad. Yeah. And then be like, do you have any cream? Yeah. He's like, oh, where are my manners? Yes, that was funny. But then I also thought like Herb spent a lot of time talking to the other bums yeah. that he was living with before so much he time. eventually got onto the... It just took a very slow amount of time and there was less good moments, you know, and more yeah. like treading water moments. Yes. Oh, God. Glacial pace. Yes, right? I was like, come on. Yeah, let's get on with it. Yeah, where does the story start? Oh, oh, start at the end. Okay, so, that's the end of the story what do you think because i'm not really interested in talking about this episode no. i feel like even the simpsons writers weren't that interested in making this episode no do you want to do a quiz yes of season three <gasps> yes and see where you're at yes please so first of all okay. what do you give brother can you spare two dimes out of ten minus two all right minus two let's it was dull as let's far. go actually yeah. no i'll give it a, i'll give it a zero because it, it gains two points by that beautiful sequence the reference to 2001 a space odyssey that was great mm, i love that what did mo offer to give aerosmith for free if they performed yellow apples pickle spheres pickled eggs or black olives uh black olives no <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> what was it? Incorrect. Pickled eggs. Oh, pickled eggs. <laughs> In When Flanders Failed, Ned opens the Leftorium, mm-hmm. who offers my kingdom for a left-hand can opener. Mr. Burns, Dr. Hibbert, Martin, or Homer? Uh, Mr. Burns. Yay! Homer finds himself the manager of a budding country music star in Colonel Homer. What song is Lurleen singing when Homer first lays eyes on her at the beer and brawl? (laughs) Is it Bunk With Me Tonight, Mm. Don't Look Up My Dress Unless You Mean It, (laughs) Your Wife Don't Understand You But I Do, I'm Basting a Turkey With My Tears? (laughs) It's uh, C, your wife don't understand you, but I do. Correct. Hey. Uh, in The Simpsons, Homer at the bat, how did Homer win the game? Bunted home the runner, hit a home run, got a single, got hit on the head by the ball. And got hit on the head by the ball? Yeah! Oh, yay! I was like, that was a bad episode. I know, I can't remember. I've met many people who love that episode. They're like, what do you mean? That episode was great. I'm like, what do you mean? What does Homer call Otto in the Otto show? Uh-huh. A lump, a bum, a sponge, or a crumb? A sponge. Yes. Hey! I thought it was a bum. I don't know. I remember a sponge because he sucked up all the money. In Radio Bart, what do the townspeople do to ensure that no one falls down the well again? <laughs> Put up a sign that says, caution, well. Cover the well with a lid. Leave the hole that Homer dug as a precautionary escape route, or enact the law that states all residents must have a weight line, waistline larger than 34 inches. Oh, uh, they put up a sign. Caution. Well, <laughs> groundskeeper Willie. Am I thirst of the season? Oh, thirst of the season. Wait, oh, snake. What? I th- I'm sure there must be an episode where you see, get to see more snake coming up. Stark raving dad. Who's responsible for ruining Homer's white shirt? Oh, is there not multiple choice? Oh, sorry. Yes, there is. <laughs> Lisa, Maggie, Bart, Santa's little helper. Santa's little helper. No. <laughs> it's Bart. Oh, I don't remember that episode. Yeah, he puts in his lucky red hat. Oh. Isn't, doesn't he? Bart the murderer. To find the missing principal Skinner, the police hire which of these? The mob, private investigators, a psychic, an animal handler. Uh, a psychic? Yay! That was an early episode, wasn't it? Yeah. That was a good one. That was a good one. Yeah. Where Bart joined the mob. That's right. That Excellent. Was a good one. What's a truck? Like father, like clown. When dinner with Krusty is once again put off, what does Bart do? Hands in his Krusty fan club badge, tears down his posters, goes to the movies, demands to speak with Krusty in person. Uh, hands in his uh, badge, I believe. Yes. Hey. That was also a very touching episode. Ah, so good. Yeah. Yeah. We were both so Jewish. Yeah. <laughs> so Jewish. Dog of death. Who claims Santa's little helper from the pound? Homer, Nelson Muntz, Mo, or Mr. Burns? Mr. Burns. Release the house. Release the house. That's it. So you scored 80%. So there was, that was 10 questions and you got 8 out of 10. I got 80%. You did. 80%. Yeah, that's a B plus or an A minus, I believe. Look, that's pretty good, right? P's, yeah. P's get degrees. Yeah, P's do get degrees. So this is the end of the season. Oh, my God. Impressions of the season, um, expectations of the next season. Okay, so overall there were quite a few bangers, but also, Jesus, the bad ones are stinkers. Yeah, like, yep, it's very uneven. Yeah, it's very contrasting. Like, I thought, 
I, I have the impression that every episode of Simpsons is, must be gold, right? Because everyone loves it and they quote it. And they t- Nostalgia quote it. is very strong. Yeah. Yes. And then there are some episodes where I'm like, well, that's boring. Or like, I don't like, it's just like, obviously it's a great show, mm-hmm. but I don't see why it's everyone's favorite ever TV show. And I'm sure that you're coming to it yeah. with everybody's expectations. Yes. Because I've also, people have... Uh, delivered their expectations to me for you know they're like it is the best show ever yeah and they say like it, it has it's all the things about it and i'm mm-hmm. like oh yeah and but- you so, so far you don't feel like it's living up to the hype no because the yep. stinker episodes are quite shit yeah. like that one god what a bad episode but like but when you look at some of the things that were happening behind the scenes mm. at the time it yeah. definitely explains that you know in 24 episodes like yeah. We don't make shows like this anymore. No. You know? And the amount of content that does need to be churned out, it does mean there will be like little hits and misses here and there. And I think the way that Simpsons evolves in over the coming seasons, what I think people get really swept up in is the fact that there are just more hits than there are misses. Oh, great. Because there is just so much content. Yeah. You know, there's well, just a yeah. wealth of excellent material. And some great writers, I guess. Like, yeah. But we also, we don't make TV like that anymore because um, TV now is so expensive to make. So pr- like, pr- what's it called? Prime TV or like prestige. Uh, prestige, t- like yeah. your HBO. We're currently in a world of prestige TV. And so a good TV show is very expensive to make. So it's like actually quite hard to hit a good episode, like good show which is both prestige and quality mm-hmm. in like writing and stuff it's like too expensive so but they're like i th- i guess because i we are in a new revival of golden age of television like a new jubilee of television or whatever mm-hmm. so i guess i'm too used to having really great tv everything that's come after the simpsons yeah especially in comedy i yeah. think has been a real touchstone yeah for a comedic style and especially how it's depicted on television yeah cartoons or just joke formations storytelling yeah that is that is comedy but has you know elements of drama mystery Ooh. spookiness yes the way that it's animated yeah the animation like you animation can t- is, is informed by cinema citizen mm. kane 2001 yeah. a space odyssey yeah the godfather yeah the language that you know, The Simpsons is speaking. Yeah. Is actually quite cinematic. Kind of gorgeous. Yeah, in its own way. Yeah. Uh, so I, yeah, it's interesting because you can see how we are formed by from The Simpsons. Yeah. I can see how people in their everyday life of like, like people I meet, their humor stems from watching The Simpsons. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I wonder if like that's why I'm such a we- an odd Ah, where your comedy is not informed by this almost universal textbook that everyone's read except you. Yeah, exactly. That's a really interesting point. As a comedy maker, without this influence, do you think that you would be different if you had watched The Simpsons? I guess so. Like all my early childhood comedy stuff growing up was like mum would get us to watch. Yeah. It's like it was always Monty Python and stuff. Between Monty Python and The Simpsons, there are like similarities. Oh, yeah. 
Mm. I think uh, mum, hate my parents were like, as I think I've said earlier, were anti-American. Yes. So, so were mine. I'm yeah. surprised we got to watch it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of growing up, like we were allowed to watch British humour. Great. <laughs> so great. Thanks, yeah. mum and dad. Thanks, mum and dad, instead of like American stuff. So I guess when I think about American comics, I get kind of annoyed because as I was saying to you earlier, often if you see American comic they're not actually saying any jokes. They're just saying sentences in this uh, the same sentence pattern with their their, vo- their voice to make you like have an ending, or, and they say it in a way which makes it sound like they've said a joke, but they've just said but a they, sentence. But you're, you've got there as a sentence. Yeah, well done. That is not a funny joke. Whereas the Simpsons jokes, jokes. It's so many jokes. There are the jokes. Yes, joke, 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 joke. Yeah, when you look at your Bart's best friend falls in love every single sentence of that so funny yeah also possibly why i'm actually not very good at writing a joke on its own like i can't write a pun i'm not very good at that kind of joke joke you know yeah that's true yeah but a lot of other... <laughs> sorry i mean i don't mean that oh no it's true i'm i'm very funny but i can't write a singular joke on its own i take a long time to write that type i of stuff. take a long time to write those too but yeah. i think that's because i do real life truthy stuff yeah 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 and I yeah. find that in those things are inherently more funny yeah. and connect with me. Yeah. So same. write about what you know, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Or yeah. the thing that you tell me, which I know isn't like you didn't come up with this, but it was the first time I'd heard it and it actually kind of clicked into place, which is be the change you want to see in the world. <laughs> that's like that's like on embroidered pillows yeah. the world over. Yeah. But I hadn't heard it in ages and you said that to me like, I don't know, ages ago. And I was like, Yeah. Yeah. It's actually in my show. Oh. <laughs> Not my friend Claire said, oh. but I used to say, be the change you want to see in the world. Totally. And now I do a mime about female masturbation. Yes. Hooray. Because you've got to be able to like, if you have to truly believe that what you're doing is funny and like, and if you can't see anything up there that you actually love, you've got to fill that fucking gap. you got to fill the gap. Because if you're, you're like being like, oh, why can't, why isn't there a show that answers all of these things that I want to see? And it's like, oh, I have to write that show. That's, oh, God. Well, okay. at least you're not being a poor man's version of someone else. Exactly, which mm. is the worst. The worst. Don't ever do that. Don't do that. Be, be you. Yeah, but also allow your journey to happen where you actually figure out how to be you. Yeah. You can, uh, you can start out being a poor man's something else. As long as that's not your ultimate yeah. goal. Oh. <laughs> Great truth bumps, Claire. <laughs> but so good. You are so wise. Thank you. Put uh, yogurt up your clacker. And then put the, – these are our lessons. Yeah. These are the lessons of the season. Yeah. It is uh, – Natural yogurt. Natural yogurt in the vagina. Yeah. Uh, underwire could be a scam. Could be a scam. I reckon it is. Mums are great. Mums are great. Our mums are amazing. Yeah. Thank you so much for – Sticking with us. Yes, thank you. On this beautiful journey we're doing together. I can't yeah. wait for the next chapter. Yes. Love you. Love you. Bye. Bye.